Hey, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. One thing about it. Hey, you guys. Hey, my, you guys. My name is G. Yeah. Okay, but you didn't say like, hey, you guys, welcome back to the Imani Talks podcast. I'm trying to differentiate. I'm trying to be like one thing about it because one thing about it is the podcast name. Okay. And Imani Talks is like my personality. Gotcha. Gotcha. Imani Talks, one thing about it. Mm. Is that mm. better? I mean, it's up to you. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. I, I can have an opinion, you know? Okay. So, yeah. Y'all, one thing about it. <laughs> one thing about it. Have y'all, listen, I, I don't even know where to like start off this episode because there's been so much crap going on lately that I've been like dying to talk about. One thing about it. These niggas gonna put you through it. I mean, I feel bad for Casanova being sentenced to such a lengthy prison term, but then his girlfriend, child. Well, I don't, I don't know if this is if it's his girlfriend, his baby mom. I don't know, you know, life partner. But girl, she on Instagram talking about some. We gonna ride this out together. <clears throat> well, she's lying. But you don't know she's lying. No, I do know she's lying. We don't. You don't know that she's lying, but I hope she is. No, no, she is because she's not. I hope for her well-being she is because there's no way anybody I'm dating, I'm messing with, I don't care if I'm married to them. You go to jail for 15 years. Yeah. I, I can only do three months. Mm. After three months, it's it's over with. I'm not. I'm not letting nobody. I don't see how women really go through prison terms with like their boyfriends or whatever. I'm just like, the only way that I would do it is if he's paying my bills and then I would just like move to a different state so nobody sees what I'm doing and just do me and then... Well, yeah. well, we know damn well the court system sucked him dry, so he he don't got no more money to pay her bills. That's number one. Number two... You don't know. I, I do know. Number two, she's lying. 15 years without sex... Come on now. For a woman that looks like that. Are, are you, you trying to say she's ugly? I'm no no no. That's I'm not I'm saying she's pretty. I'm saying she's oh, pretty. Oh, like she 15 years without sex. For someone who looks like that, come on now. There's too much temptation there. There's no way. But is there a difference in what's cause you know what I really grasp from that is that women are willing to put up with so much more for their partners than men are because you know the statistics behind like divorce when it comes to men men are so much more likely to divorce their wives like we're talking wives when they become sick when they get cancer like they could be in the middle of a cancer treatment and men are like so much more likely to divorce them while they're sick than if it's like vice versa like for women their husbands get sick something happens they're like oh we gonna hold it down but men they wives get sick or something happened with their girlfriend. They like, oh, they disappearing. Like you're not seeing them. Where, where are you getting this information from, though? You can you can talk to people who work in healthcare. Like they'll tell you the same thing. I'm getting this information from people who work in healthcare. Really. Okay. Okay. Who are, I mean, who are like firsthand seeing it. Like, damn, the wife is going through this, and the husband's just like, I'm bouncing. It, it's really crazy. Like women will just like hold their man down, and I know for me, I'm not doing that. I would never, I'm not putting my life on pause because you was like, oh, like, I got to do something illegal to get this money. Now mm -hmm. you in prison. Like, mm -hmm. that just don't make no sense to me. Because the only nigga I ever seen hold a woman down, the only man I ever seen hold his woman down while she was in prison is Papoose and Remy. Mm. That's the only time I've ever seen a man be like, oh, babe, I'm going to hold it down. He had them kids. 
he took care of that house while was, and she was gone for like 10 years or something like that like I don't know if it was quite 10 years but it was years and years like she was gone for a long time you think he was smashing something else at that time too I don't like to think about that okay because who knows okay why not though but what we saw was that he held it down and when she came back you saw they together they making money like they had more kids yeah 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 and for, I'm just like wow good for them yeah because you don't see that often mm-hmm. I, I, I personally don't feel bad for Casanova um, it's honestly good for the black community that he is in prison right now getting him away um you know maybe it'll decrease the crime rates in new york city and stuff like that but at the same time i also kind of feel bad for his girl baby mama whatever you want to call it because do they have a kid together i don't know okay if they do obviously the child's going to suffer now and he's going to be without a father figure for 15 years because she's not going to want to go and fuck anybody else because she's going to wait for him to come out so i mean she's not going to do that you don't think so she's saying that she will she's not there's no way that she looks like maybe like in her 30s there's no way you're gonna put your life on pause he already did three so he got like 12 more Mm -hmm. and maybe like nine more with good behavior or whatever so you're really about to put your life on pause for like close to a decade like you're not about to do that so you're saying women don't have patience is basically what you're saying it's not about women having patience it's about people period no one's gonna put their life on pause for someone that they're not even married to because they went to prison like that's unrealistic so are you calling her a liar um, I'm calling her naive. I'm and I'm calling her maybe a little delusional, but you know, I feel like maybe she's just she feels like she has to put on for her man for Instagram and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna hold it down because that's what women are expected to do." And in the next couple years, she gonna be, it's you know, you spin. And, and, and that's all it is. I don't feel like she's really doing it. You know, I'm just saying, like, I feel like she's just doing it for Instagram. And in a couple years, she'll find another man. I, I was just, you talking about a couple years, <laughs> couple months. <laughs> maybe a couple weeks i don't know maybe a couple weeks because even like if you had a girlfriend that went to jail you're not gonna hold her down like them guys be off of uh locked up wait what what is not locked up abroad they be all um love after lockup how how long and they be writing prison letters to their girlfriend how long are we talking because first of all six months if you do some dumb shit six months would you do it for six months it depends on what they did though like what what does that matter it depends like okay if If they kill somebody if they killed somebody i mean they wouldn't get six months for killing somebody they might I if, if, if I if I go and date a white girl, she might only get six months. Now, what did she do? Did she kill somebody? I don't but, know. Let's say she was scamming. Let's I, say she was scamming like JT and she got like a year in prison. Ah, uh, if you scamming and then you get caught by the police scamming. First of all, if I find out you're scam, if I find out you're scamming while we're in a relationship, I'm breaking up with you. Because wow, that means you really are a square. I, I'm a square ass nigga. I don't give a fuck. Call me King Square, okay? Call me King Square, but I'm breaking up with you because that means that potentially you're gonna scam me. <laughs> no i'm serious i'm dead ass so if you had a partner that went to prison for like robbing somebody you'd be like oh i'm gonna break up with you because you're gonna rob me too yeah because you're you're most likely gonna rob me as well why would i put myself in that position especially like let's say for instance we're married everything that's mine is yours so if that nigga sues you for because you robbed him or her or you know we could cardi b situation she robbed him or whatever that means that she can come after me for my bread how smart of a financial Child, decision would that bread? be for me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm but but, but let's ahead. let's go into this scenario. Go ahead. Let's no, let's go into the what if they went to prison, right? And it's like a long term and it's for like maybe killing somebody, but they were justified in killing that person. Like that person was trying to harm them, harm their family. We just saw it with that mom and her son. And the son shot that nigga that was punching his mom in the head over mm-hmm. a cheeseburger or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the charges got dropped, but he, you know, they was about to like prosecute and like, you know, and I'm just like, he was well justified in, in shooting and killing that man. 
Would you stay with that person then? Because you know, like, okay, like, that makes sense. Yo, there's... Okay, after you kill someone, there is just, like, too much trauma involved. And I just feel like after you pull that trigger and take somebody's life, you're almost, like, inclined to, like, do it again. Oh, like, my god! I'm serious, bro. Like, I don't You've even know. You've been watching too many hood classic movies. No, this is not juice. I, I don't watch like, hood, people no, in real life no. don't, like, shoot in self-defense and then be, like, get all trigger happy. No, not hood not hood classic <laughs> movies. I'll be watching First 48, Lifetime and shit like that. You know not what I'm saying? Lifetime. Shout out to Jodi Arias, all them other crazy women out there. Like, once you pull that trigger and take somebody's life from them, obviously, it's not everybody. Not everybody is like this, but typically, there's going to be some type of PTSD involved with that. It's going to fuck with your brain. So the next time someone tries you, you know for a fact that you can take their fucking life. Do you think that... Okay. So are you saying that you yourself, you would not be willing to kill somebody in self-defense? Nah, I for sure would. Oh, I would too. Yeah. I know oh, you I for would. Sure would. I know you would. Yeah. You waiting for that day I, for I somebody to just waiting. <laughs> Yo, I be damn near just waiting. I, I know, I yeah, know. I'd I be wanting the opportunity to present itself. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, okay, I'm not gonna take it that far, but I'm saying like, you know, because I carry right. Because of course, no one would really want to. Yeah. But niggas really be trying it, and yeah. I just be like, a nigga try it, he ain't gotta push too far because my fingers on the trigger, Man. like at all times. Listen, like you, you, you know, you just call me a square just now, right? A lot of people, you know, they they view me as a square ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of niggas be trying me. You know what I'm saying? Whether that be at the gym, at the fucking grocery store, I don't know, uh, anywhere, right? Little do they know, you put your hands on me, I'm a huge believer. You call me King Coon, my nigga. I'm a huge believer in the Second Amendment, okay? I love my country. I will blow a nigga's brains out if they put their hands on me. And you I blow his brains out. You're not, you're not even going to give him a warning shot, shoot him in the shoulder. A warning you shot? straight for the head? You're wild. No, I mean, you could... Uh, I'll, I'll probably, like, aim... I got to go to the gun range a little bit more and like, you know, get my aim a little better, better. But if I had really good aim, I would like always just aim for the knee because now you ain't never going to walk again. My nigga. Mm, I, I do think it is. This conversation is going like way left, but like, I do think that it probably is like worse to be paralyzed for the rest of your life than to die. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. for a guy. Why, Especially why, for a guy. Why? why because guy? then you probably can't get it up anymore. You in a wheelchair. Nobody ever gonna look at you again. <laughs> so you think you think I'm it, taking away? I'm not. I'd rather take away your will to live than just take away your life. So you think if you then I'm putting the trigger in. Now I'm putting a gun in your hand. Now you like damn. Like now I'm paralyzed because I tried her. Now I'm about to off myself. Like now I'm giving mm. you the option to kill yourself. <laughs> You thinking about it every day in the shower. You wish you would never try it. That's me. pain and suffering that is fine. But like, do you? So you think if you was in a wheelchair, like someone would still want to, you know, get in with you type shit? Of course, men are sick. Really? So if you were paralyzed for the rest of your life, men are you sick. Think somebody, are you kidding me? You think yes. somebody would be would try to smash for real? Are you kidding me? Yes. If I still looked how I looked and I just wasn't able to move my legs, are you kidding me? You wouldn't look how you look. You would. Yes. Lo- you would damn. You probably would get fat as hell. Because mm-hmm. you can't walk, you can't work out. You're it's not always about working out. I would just eat less, make sure I don't gain a lot of weight. And just like how the man shit don't work the same, you think your shit gonna work the same? It's not. Okay. It's not. Let's be so for real. This It's not the same functionality. Like, you, you need, like, the muscle to, like, get it up and stuff like that. So if that muscle, the nerve, whatever is damaged, you can't get it up at all. There is no sex for you. Like, there's absolutely no sex for you. That's not the same, of course, come on now. It's not the same thing as, like, a vagina. Like... Niggas will have sex with a dead woman. 
Yeah, and and she's not me. moving, so you know, like, like, okay, so you didn't even make sense there. So you, yes, no, you yes. typically never make sense. But that, so that, yeah, that's so to answer though. your question, like, yeah, like that still would happen. So being paralyzed for a man is way worse than being paralyzed in terms of that. The functionality is way worse than being paralyzed as a woman. I'm fine. So yeah, I'm I'm aiming for the knees, and I'm I'm just waiting for a nigga to try to rob me. Child, I just saw. On TikTok, this girl, it was two strippers, two dancers, and they had just, you know, BET Weekend just, I don't know, <laughs> you know, they were stripping somewhere, had a whole bunch of money with them. BET Weekend. Some niggas came up and robbed them mm. for all they bread. But it looks like one of the girls had set up the other girl. Like, mm. it was two girls, and the one girl was just too calm about it. Like, she was just... And I'm thinking like, and there was like, she had like 10 bands with her or something like that. Mm. Imagine shaking your ass all weekend and then some <sighs> niggas come up and rob you and, and, and in a second, you ain't got that money no more. Nothing to show for all the back sweat, the, the ass cheeks, like nothing to show for it. Yeah. That old, oh, The oh. thing, all of that. All of that. <sighs> Mm-hmm. That just that just went off topic, but I just got reminded of that because I'm just like, if that's why when I be walking out of my job, and I have my my Telfar, and I got my fanny pack in my Telfar or whatever. Security is always walking me out. My car is always there, so it's not like somebody could really even. But even if a nigga did, uh, yeah, my hand is literally in my bag. But you never like, especially with you living in, you know, you're you're in Buckhead and everything like that. You're with all the bougie people and stuff. Like Buckhead you never, is not bougie. Oh yeah, I know. So like, you're never like afraid, like when you walk outside of your job ever of like getting robbed. No. No. No, because we don't have it set up to where there's really even an opportunity, like where the thing is right there. Your car is parked literally right there. Security is walking you out. He got his gun. I got my gun. Mm. Like, I'm I'm not. That's it's never happened. And I don't I doubt it. It will ever happen. Please, please, please don't say that. Please don't say that. I mean, you just brought it up. I mean, no, you're I'm already... saying, but don't don't say I doubt it would ever happen. I do doubt like, it. You got to knock on wood before you say things like that. You already brought it up. So you should be knocking on wood for even bringing it up. That's like me saying you don't ever uh, fear that a racist is going to come up and knock on your door with you living in the backwoods and shit. Like, I'm already bringing it up, so. But to say that you doubt it, especially in a city I, like I just, I'm a not city saying like that this, it's never going to happen. I, know, I, I just I said know, I doubt but it. But you said, but in a city like, uh, bro. Okay, I'm just, so uh, back bro, to, I'm yeah, like, bro. honestly, like, that situation with the mom and the son, I'm so glad that they dropped the charges because if any nigga was to ever try to put his hands on my mom, mm-hmm. any, really, anybody in my family, I'm not even thinking twice. Like, it's not even a decision I would have to make. Like, I always have my gun on me. Like, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. Like, I literally always have it on me. I don't even have to think twice. Really, if I'm being honest, the nigga really, I would have really put out my gun when you're even arguing with my mom. What? When you even feel like you're getting hype with my mom, I'm pulling my gun out. So that it don't even have to go there. Like, you won't even get the chance to put your hands on my mom. My finger is already, the gun is already in your face. Just arguing? Just, if a grown-ass man, some strange-ass grown-ass man, I saw him arguing with my mom like he was getting hype with her, I'm literally pulling, I'm pulling it out. You're going to jail. No. Yes, you are. No. Yes, you are. Because if that person is not causing any type of, like, physical bodily harm to your mom, like how that dude was in the video to the kid's mom... You're getting locked the fuck up. No, you're not. Yes, you are. No, you're not. No, you need, yes, to, you you need to look up the gun no, laws you, a little no, bit better no, because it's no. such a. There's a such thing as like I don't know if this really applies. I can look up the, look up the gun laws a little bit better myself too. But you don't have to like 
wait for somebody to put their hands on you. If if you see someone is coming up and they're coming up to you in an aggressive manner, that's also self-defense. They don't have to strike you for you to be like, I felt like my life was in danger at them charging at me, at them coming at me, and I put my gun out. Okay, but it depends on what that person's saying. You said that if someone's just arguing with my mom, like if they're just saying like, yo, you fat, not not calling your mom fat, but I'm saying like, no, but listen to what I said. I literally just said, if a nigga's getting hype with my mom, like he's about to do something and a strange man is arguing with my mom and obviously getting hype is, you feel like you about to do something. You feel like you could do something. Like I feel like you're a threat to my mom. You don't even have to, you're, you're, your fucking fingers would never even reach the fucking ear between you two because they're getting knocked off. Like, I'm I'm not even, like, come on now. So I don't even understand how, even, I understand you had to, like, arrest him, prosecute him, whatever, because now somebody dead. But I'm just glad that the charges were dropped because there's no way that it's even going to reach that point with my mom. Like, you're, I'm pulling it out. So like, let, let's say, let's say, for instance, uh, your mom and I are in a parking lot. She took my parking spot. Why the hell you took my parking spot? What the hell is wrong with you? And I'm screaming, but I don't put my hands on her. I don't threaten to put my hands on her or nothing like that, but I'm just screaming, going crazy in the parking lot. You pulling your gun out on me? If, like, you're out of your car? Like, I'm you're out of in my your car. Mom, you're I'm in out, my mom's I'm face? Out of, I'm, out of, I'm out of my car. Yes, I am. You're pulling. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Figure on the trigger and everything? I'm I'm pulling out and being like, what What are you doing? I'm not going to point it at you, but I'm going to pull it out so you see what's going on. I'm being, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you what you want to do. <laughs> Yo. I'm going to ask you what you want. What's the next steps, my nigga? I'm going to give you the option. Now you can decide. Yeah. Wow. I'm not playing that shit. Come on now. You know niggas don't play about their moms. Wow. Yeah. I want to get back. One thing niggas don't play about is their mom. You might not feel the same way about your mom, but about my mom, I don't play. No, I definitely feel the same way about my mom, but there's levels to it, though. It's like, not levels to how much I care about my mom, but levels to like... What you'll do. What what you can actually do in certain situations, because I'm not about to just pull out a gun. My mom is from New York City, right? She's Jamaican, but she grew up mainly in like New York City. And New Yorkers have a very loud mouth. I, I know, obviously, you know, you're from a different world. You're from upstate New I'm York. A, that I'm place a, doesn't really I'm matter. I'm going to let you talk for like much. two minutes, but I want to get back to that New York shit too. Okay. Because it's like every week I'm meeting somebody from New York that I absolutely despise, but keep going. Okay, whatever. I mean, you're trolling, but. I'm really not. You're, you're trolling. I'll be like, oh, I just you're, told somebody at my job today, I was like, I hate people from New York City. And she was from New York City. And I told her, I was like, I hate people from New York City. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but no, continue on with your story. We'll talk about it after. I mean, I'm kind of thrown off now because you're trolling. <laughs> but I forgot what I was saying. You were saying something about you your ha- mom. I don't remember. I'll, I don't remember. Okay. Just cut that shit out. Whatever. But um, why do you hate people from New York City? You don't think that they're obnoxious? Okay. Well, okay. You're right. When I first came down south, I'm not going to lie. All of that, yes, sir, yes, ma'am bullshit that they do oh. here in the South, that shit was not flying in New York. You call somebody ma'am in New York, you get you in your, get a, fucking, you'll no. get your fucking head smacked the fuck off your fucking face. <laughs> when I first moved here, because I wasn't in Atlanta when I first moved here, I was like South, and yeah. like South Georgia, like in the country, right? And I hated the fact that walking down the street, people talked to me. Like, you could just be walking to the store and people are like, oh, how are you? How's your day? They're having small talk with you. And I was like, why are you talking to me? I don't know you. Because in New York, that's not a thing. Like, people are just getting to where they're going. So I was just like, I was like, it's so weird that everyone talks to you like they know you. So that was number one. And then, you know, I was working in corporate, you know, and like people would say, yes, ma'am, to me. And I would just be like, don't call me (sighs) ma'am. 
Bruh. And they'll be like, oh, like it's not. I'm, and I'm just like, yeah, it's just very weird for some. And they'll be younger than me yeah. or even older than me and calling me me. I'm just like, you don't have to call me ma'am. That's so weird. Fact, yo, I swear, bro. Southern hospitality is some of the biggest BS I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. Bro, I be driving down the road. You know what I'm saying? Niggas waving and shit as I'm driving. Like, obviously, you live in the city, so it's different. But in the suburbs... These white people, I swear they be forcing the waves, bro. Because I know once I pass by, they throwing a hard R. Like, look at that. You know, that I'm not going to say the word, but look at that hard R in my neighborhood. It, bro, Southern hospitality is a bunch of, is a load of shit. So you think it's just a cover up? I swear I think it's a cover up. I think so too. <laughs> I Because people will say like, People from up north, they're a little bit harder. They're a little bit more direct or whatever. And they see it as being rude. Yeah. I don't necessarily see it as being rude. I just see it as it is what it is. And people from the south, they'll be, you know, they'll have that southern hospitality. Like, they'll talk to you, but I feel like it's very much fake. It's forced. It's, it's fake and it's forced. And I understand, like, that's just good manners to them. But I don't need to, like, small talk with you in order to be polite. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And people, like, that know me, like, at my job or whatever, they'll be like, Oh, you're so bland at work. You're so this. I don't feel the need to have small talk with everybody that I know. Like, I don't feel the need to be like, how was your day? Because do I really care about how your day was? I, no. Your day already happened and I, I I couldn't affect it in any way. So I don't care about how your day was. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you act like New York City is a bad place, but you're actually I, I, you're act, you're actually like people real from life New York. Are, New York I, like I will say like kid. they're they're obnoxious and they can just be very much. Like I said, it's not rude. But it's just too much. Yeah. Like, cause there's a such thing as being way too friendly and just being way too fucking much. And New York people will always be way too much. Like they're never in the middle. I don't think I don't think they're trying to be like that though. They're I not just trying. think that that's, that's, just that's how the they way are. that it's like Jamaicans. Like Jamaicans are some of like the rawest I don't even know how I say it. Rawest. I'm not even gonna say the word. I'm not gonna say the word. I'm not gonna say the word. But they're very raw. Yeah. And like they Wrong. don't, yeah, they don't <laughs> care. The word. They, uh, it's that New York City education system, but like they don't <laughs> care about anybody else's feelings. But I think it's just like inherently like how they that's are. That's just their culture. Yeah, and I think it's that's just how the culture. I think that's how New York City is. Like when I first came down here, like I said, like um, I used to get called disrespectful by the elders and stuff because I didn't like to say ma'am. I didn't like to say sir. I I'm used not to calling talk nobody ma'am. Yeah, I used I'm to. Not. I used to talk in like a, a very very aggressive manner and aggressive tone like it's toned down a lot more like as i've been here for like maybe like going on nine years now but i used to be that nigga you probably would have thought like oh this nigga's an asshole you know back in the day but now it's a little bit different i don't know how you feel about me now but you know what i'm saying anyway yeah i just like that casanova thing and everything like that it's just like reminding me of like another relationship that i feel like is highly dysfunctional who's that <laughs> Who's that? When it comes to like JT and Lil Yo. <laughs> Yo, can I say one thing? Can I say one thing? Yeah. If you reverse the roles and if Uzi was the one manhandling the hell out of JT, throwing shit at JT, he would have been canceled in about two business minutes, ma'am. We know that double standards exist. Like, we know that. So you're not really saying much, okay? I, oh, yes? I, I, no, I, of course I'm not saying much because women don't listen to it. So Double standards why, exist. What do you want, why, you, what do you want us do, to do about it? When it comes to domestic violence, though, why do those double standards exist? That is my question. Okay, let's answer the question. Do you think that men and women are the same? The same, like, in, in what The same, in, in any way. Do you think yeah, that men and women are... Beings. 
We're both okay. human beings. So you think that men and women have the same physicality? We are built the same. We are the same mentally. We're the same physically. Do you believe those things? No. Okay. So knowing that men have more muscle mass, they are generally stronger. You could take a man and a woman of the same height. And generally that man will probably be stronger than the woman. If the average man punches the average woman with like all his might, he could potentially kill her. Right. Vice versa. I don't believe that. I don't think the average woman could like really potentially kill the average man by punching him in the face. I don't believe that because we know that men generally are stronger. So just knowing that and also knowing the power dynamics with men in the relationship, we know that when it's domestic abuse coming from the man, it's a much stronger kind of um, situation than when it's the woman. Okay. Now let's, let's take out the physicality part. I mean, you Let, can't let's, because let's, that's yeah, what it is. Well, we can. We can. Let's, no, you can't th- yes, because that's can. literally what it yes, is. That's, that's why there's a difference. The difference is the physical aspect of okay, it. Okay, so let's, let's like I said, let's take out the physicality part, portion of it and let's add in a weapon. Okay. That phone that JT threw at Uzi was used as a weapon to cause physical bodily harm to Uzi. It, it, that strength has nothing to do with that. Is that justified? Strength has something to do with it. Oh my God, bro! The amount of force in which you throw an object that has something to do with it. No, I'm I'm really not. I'm just stating the facts. Now, do I agree with you that like she shouldn't have done that? And like, if he would have did it to her, it would have been a whole different situation. Yeah, I do agree with you. But I'm just saying, like, I just told you why it's different. It's different because we see the power dynamics and how men are physically different than women. So you just admitted that obviously it would be different. So how do we work to eliminate that double standard? There is there is no eliminating that double standard. So when it comes to domestic violence, you don't think that we should eliminate the double standard at all? Do I think that we should? Yes. But do I think that we will? No. Because we eliminate the double standard when it comes to dom- domestic violence between like men and women. There's a whole lot of other shit that we got to look at. Like That's not going to be feasible or even possible because men and women are different. Like no one is ever going to look at a woman hitting a man the same as a man hitting a woman. That's never going to be the, like, well, that'll never be equal. So there's no point in being like, well, what can we do? There's nothing that we can do. They'll never be equal. We see a wife like hitting her husband or whatever because he cheated or whatever the situation is. We'd be like, oh, good for her. But if the woman cheats and the man puts his hands on her, we'd be like, oh, my God. But that's, that's, what, just, that's just the way the world is. But what that's like do? me saying, okay, we should never, women should never complain about getting paid more or getting paid less than men because it's never going to happen. Like, how would you feel if I said something like that? I don't really care because it will never no. happen. I don't care about people complaining about things. Oh, so you you can complain all day. Do I care about those things? Yeah, just like I said, I care about domestic violence too, and it should be equal, but it never will be. Just like there's never going to be a such thing as women getting paid the same as men. That's never going to happen. Just like there will never be this, uh, a such thing as racism ending. That's never going to happen. These are always going to be problems in our society. So yeah, you can sit and talk about them and complain about them, but will they ever change? No. So it's never, okay, perfect. So it's never going to happen. So please look into the camera right now. And tell all women out there to stop complaining about it. No, because I didn't say stop complaining about it. I said you can talk about it. You can complain about it if you want to. But will it change? No. So why complain? Just like I sit on this couch and I, and I complain or I talk about racism and, you know, all that stuff. I can talk about it all I want to because it affects me. But will it ever, will racism ever just end? No. So why complain if you know it's never going to change? I can talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. But aren't you like wasting your time doing that? No. No? I don't think I'm wasting my time. Is it wasting your time talking about something that you want to talk about? No. 
that's like saying talking about anything is wasting your time. Conversations do matter. Like it, it helps in some capacity, but it's never gonna just like end things. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I have no argument. Yeah. I mean, so, so it, it's it's unfortunate that we see ghetto stuff like that happening yeah, when yeah. it's the first time that a, a black person owns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. It Tyler is. Perry owns you, them, it now, them, but he didn't have enough time though. Oh, he, oh this, yeah. Well, he didn't have enough time, right? I, I don't see white people acting like that at the country music awards. I, I don't see that. I don't see that. You watch the country music. No, awards. I don't. I don't. This nigga watches the CMAs. I don't. I'd be hearing the music oh you'd be listening to, and don't even. Uh, you, you you just said that you watch it. Now you talking about some. Oh, I yeah. don't. You yeah. don't know what's going you on. So you don't. If I watch the CMAs, like I'm not black. I didn't say that. Oh, okay. I'm making okay. fun of you for being black and watching the CMAs. That's what I'm doing. And I'm also calling out you lying and saying it don't happen at the CMAs. Well, how would you know if you don't watch it? I do watch it, but okay. How, how, and I'm just how, laughing how, how because you, you watch it. It's just funny to me. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I'm can, just, right, can we go there? Can we go there? Yeah. Okay, but how you gonna <laughs> how you gonna laugh at me for being a black person that watches the CMAs when you're a black person that dates outside your race? Um, I listen. You can laugh at me for dating outside my race. I didn't say that you can't. <laughs> I'm laughing I, at you for watching the CMAs, and you're laughing at me because I went on a date with a non-black person. I'm, I, the only reason I'm laughing, right? <laughs> Miss Pro Black to the greatest extent is now tethering outside of her race. Well, first of all, you don't even know if I'm even dating, dating that person. Like going out on dates with somebody and dating somebody and being like, oh, that's my man. That's two different things. Going out on a date with somebody like. Now we're shifting goalposts here. No, we're not. I'm acknowledging that I did date outside my race. Okay, so you have to understand like, okay, you get on like black male public figures all the time for dating outside their race whether that be no, no. yes you do yes you do hold on let me finish though please 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 please, please well can please. i just just once just two seconds i'm sorry i don't get on black male athletes for dating outside their race yes you no do. i you don't had a whole what, no about this, it, this is what i said i get on black public figures for dating outside their race when they exclusively date outside their race and when they marry outside their race that's all every single time i've ever talked about it Stop i've it. always said I've always said exclusively. I've always said you can look. You can literally look it up right now. I've always said black people who date exclusively outside their race or date exclusively um, racially ambiguous people are coons. I've always said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my my thing though with you, Amani. Yeah. You claim that you date Samari. Like that's you told me that. Yeah, you I do. told me that, right? So by you going out on a date. The, made the expectation at some point is that you're going to go out with someone who you were going to be in a marriage with later on down the line, right? Potentially. Exactly. So by you going out on these dates with these non-black men, is that not like dabbling into coonery just a little bit because you could potentially be marrying well, let's that expand. non-black man? Let's expand because you're referring to a TikTok video I put out and I was like, you know what? I, you know, is quote unquote an experiment right and i was like no okay listen to the tiktok video though because you love to like you know have little like points that you grab but you don't listen to the whole two minute video i, I do literally, listen to the whole two minute video okay so did i not say that though i was like you know what let me like put it to the test like let me like do an experiment like did i say that though <laughs> oh, shit, oh did, uh, yes or no did i not say that 
You're yes making, or no. Yo, you're making, no yo, please just stop, Jero. Yes or I, no? Yo, did I say that though? I, I, yes I or no? I, look, I can't confirm that. Oh I my can't gosh! Now you that. can't confirm it, but I you want to confirm, confirm everything else you say? Oh yeah, okay. for sure, for sure. If so, it doesn't fit my so, agenda, okay. I'm not gonna go with it. We're going. You're ahead. so stupid. Go ahead. Go ahead. So this is exactly what was going on. This non-black guy was asking me out for months. Like, I've known him for, like, over a year. He was asking me out for months. And I was just like, well, I don't date outside my race, so I'm not really that interested. Even though I've always been, like, to my friends, like, oh, like, I think he's so cute. All that stuff, you know, like, just playing around. My friends were always like, yo, would you actually go on a date with him? And I was just like, no, I just like to flirt with him, like, whatever or whatever. So after a while of me just, like, going out on dates with black guys and either the effort isn't there, they got baby mamas, um, they just, the the way they operate is just like, uh, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to accept this date with this non-black guy and let me see exactly what it looks like. So I went on a date with him and I was like, the lunch went good. I was like, the date went good. But I was like, let me put this to like a test and give my number to two other black guys that same week. And I did. And I was like, let me see what's going to happen. While this non-black guy is asking me out on dates and taking me out like all week or whatever, you know what the other two non-black guys were doing? What were they doing? Nothing. What is nothing? Nothing. What is nothing? Nothing is nothing. So they, they weren't hitting they, you up or nothing like that? They would call and be like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, well, do you want to go somewhere? Um, where do you want to go? But here's the thing. Planning a date and being like, oh, like, I want to take you out. Let's go here this time is different than, oh, let's go somewhere. Well, where do you want to go? What time do you want to go? I don't know. That's exactly what, and only one guy was doing that. The other guy wasn't even like, uh, I would text him, he would text me back. You know, like, it was like, we weren't even really talking like that. So only the one black guy was just like, oh, let me take you out. And I'm just like, okay, where are we going? I don't know. My nigga, so you want to take me out, but you don't even plan nothing. Like, you didn't even say, you don't even have enough, like, motivation to plan the date. You know, like, you're just like, oh, well, I don't know. Well, what time do you want to go? I don't know. And it's just like, you don't really give a fuck. Like, you don't really want to take me out because you didn't put any effort into it. Whole time, the non-black guy is like, oh, let's go here, like, this day when you're off work. Like, so that's what the whole experiment was. My, my whole point in making that video was do with this information what you will. And that's literally what I said. But look at how I'm being treated outside my race versus me being so loyal to the black race, which I've had, I have this whole time. And look at, what's, look at what I'm getting. Okay, two questions here, right? So first question, and please answer both questions. Yeah. I know you're going to try to cut me off and all that. So the first question is, um, you basically were just using that experience as an experiment for your followers, is what you're saying? No, I wasn't. It was really an experiment for me. Gotcha. So if if he potentially would have... Are you still dating him, by the way? We're friendly, but no. Okay, okay. So <laughs> if he did everything right, continued to do everything right, do you think it could have got further like into like maybe like a relationship? If I'm really being honest, and this is me really liking this guy. Okay. Like really liking this guy. Okay. Like being like, this whole time I've liked this guy. Listen up, black woman. Go ahead. Go ahead. If Do I really like for real, for real, like 10 out of 10 really believe that I could have potentially married the non-black guy? Mm-hmm. No. Why not? Because as much as like I'm sitting here being like, oh, like he was putting in effort. Do I really see myself marrying somebody to where... I don't know how their family feels about me. Um, I don't know really what their ideals are when it comes to like black people, because it's one thing to date a black person. You know, people date outside their race all the time, but really understanding your partner and really being like, 
having really a life partner. I don't really feel like you can really have a life partner that's outside your race because mm. they're never really going to fully understand your background, what you're talking about, what you're thinking about, like all that stuff. Like you could be somebody that's like, oh, like there's like white guys that like, oh, like I don't date white girls. I only date black girls. And I'd be like, OK, like that's whatever. But that's weird. Mm -hmm. Like, why do you exclusively date outside your race? Right. So do I really feel like me dating this non-black uh, guy that I was going to marry him? Honestly, deep down, no. But you know what? It opened my eyes to be like, <sighs> I don't know. It's like, for me, I can't. For me, I can't. But I'm not going to look at black women that date outside their race and marry outside their race and be like, girl, you shouldn't do that. Because I literally just gave y'all a whole experiment mm -hmm. about how I was being treated better with the non-black guy. And then there were so many comments of black women being like, well, you know, the stats with, you know, black women marrying outside their race, those are, those are the most successful marriages. When a black man marries um, a white woman, those marriages fail more times than if he would have married inside his race or when it's vice versa, when it's a black woman marrying a white man. A black woman, Asian man, is the strongest interracial marriage um, rate. Really? A black woman, white, or black woman, Asian man. Yeah. So when you have a black man, white woman, those are the highest divorce rates. Wow. So I'm not going to tell someone, and the numbers are there for dating interracial, that you shouldn't when I'm just, you know, but for me, I know I, I just couldn't. Okay. okay. It, it was fun. I'm not going to lie. Like the date, I it was fun. Okay. And I liked the guy. And okay. we're still friendly. Yeah. But do I really feel like deep down I would have married him? No. All right. I was getting a little concerned for you there. Okay. I was getting a little concerned, you know. You, Because... Uh, Actually, I'm going on a date tonight. Okay. Is he with, white? No. Shut the fuck up. I'm he's just black. Asking. I'm, I'm just asking. Okay. He's now... Okay. Next question. Would you ever have sex with someone out your race? Would I ever... Which I know you've probably already done. You were in Syracuse for all of those years. You probably already did it. You <laughs> I've, know? Never, I've never dated outside my race no, until... I'm not this, talking about this. dating. I said... Oh, messed would, around. Would you ever... Ever. Like, the only time I ever messed around with somebody that wasn't black, he was Dominican... And he wasn't a white Dominican, so he that's... Like, he was like black Dominican? He, he was like a mixed Dominican. Like David Ortiz? You know who David Ortiz is? No. Okay, got you. Well, he was like a mixed Dominican. Like, he wasn't... He definitely wasn't a white one, but you wouldn't look at him and be like, oh, he's all black Well, either. you know, most Dominicans don't want to be considered black anyways. They hate I mean, they you hate know they're skin. black or whatever, but I'm just saying, like, he didn't appear to be, like, Afro-Latino, but he didn't appear to be a white Latino neither. But, okay. So, yeah, I have. So, you... So, um, okay, but... So but I don't know if that's really considered white outside my race, though, because he was Dominican and he wasn't white. But I don't, I don't know. But I'm just asking, like, so, okay, but, okay now, in the now, future, would I? In the future, would you have sex outside your race? I, oh, oh she's okay. taking a deep breath. Lord have mercy. Be Not Miss <laughs> Pro-Black taking a deep breath. I don't want to say no and then people be like, oh, of course you wouldn't because black guys always have, like, bigger dicks. Like, of course you'd want to, you know, but... I don't know. I don't Yo, know. Not Miss Pro Black. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. I, I, honestly, I can't me personally. I can't definitively say that. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Me personally, like, when it comes to marriage, I can never do it outside my race. Ever. Yeah. Ever. But when it comes to, like, other things, like like sex outside the race, I think I could do that. Lust is a hell of a thing. And somebody's white. Listen, yo, the way the Instagram algorithm is working right now. Showing men what they want to see. <laughs> Some of these white women are tough. So, hey, it's More difficult. Them, it's difficult, but... Yeah, I mean, just like messing around outside your race or whatever, 
I don't feel like that's so much of the coon in you. I feel like that's just trying something new. But when that's exclusively though, like you exclusively only, okay. that's the difference. Okay. Like you, you seeking it out. Like that. Why are you seeking it out? Yeah. Like this instance, it came to me, and I was like putting it. I, I was like, nah. Like I was rejecting it for like a whole year. Yeah. So this is just me being like, oh, well, we'll see or whatever. But mm. I didn't seek that nigga out. Like mm. I could have been fucked around with him like when he first wanted to mm-hmm. and I didn't so mm. yeah that that's the difference it's okay. it's always you had to think about why you're doing it okay I was getting a little nervous for you I ain't gonna lie I thought I mean, you were, I, I thought I you was... were dabbling into the in the Candace Owens lane because you know you said you know you, you you're in alignment with Cam- Candace Owens so. no I did not I, you know <laughs> no I did not you're so annoying I you know I just realized that Candace Owens was married to a white guy oh, I never I, yeah, knew that yeah I told your ass she married oh, to you a, told me she's that. married to a Jewish okay. man you okay. wanna you talk call me a coon and all that shit no she is queen coon no, I mean, Candace Owens do be giving coon, especially what she said about Juneteenth, and she was like, it's a ghetto holiday, it's a made-up holiday. Like, every holiday is made up, bitch. Like, I, what are you talking about? low-key, I don't really fuck with Juneteenth like that. I'm not I surprised. Don't. I mean, you keep saying this stuff like it's going to shock me. Yeah, Jerome. I'm not like, saying I'm sure it like don't. it's going to shock you. I'm just being real. Like, okay, I don't really well, good, good for you. Right, uh, you're whatever. so different. Uh, like, <laughs> shut the fuck not, up. Not, not you talking about people being different. <laughs> no, but, no, I mean, yeah, so, but, and, and to go back to that TikTok video too, like it was getting, it was, you know, it was getting some numbers, like tens of thousands of views and stuff like that and all these comments. And I really, I didn't take the video down, but I made it private to where only a few people can see it now because I even felt bad even putting out that rhetoric of even feeling like in the whole time I was talking about the situation, I never said, oh, I am um, telling you to experience this too. I was just saying, do with this what you will. But I even like made the video less public because I was like, I don't want to put this out. Even me talking about that, I still didn't want to make black men feel like I was saying that they weren't good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, because like you said, like I'm pro-black and I'm pro-unity and I am. So I even felt bad even putting the video out because I was seeing how much traction it was getting and I didn't want to make people feel like I'm promoting interracial relationships. I'm not. I was mm-hmm. just saying, like, this is what happened. And I put that shit to the test, and y'all see what, what was going on. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mm-hmm. even took the video down, because I was just like, I don't want my future black husband to look at this and think that I was cooning at one point. Mm-hmm. So let me just go ahead and take the video, because mm-hmm. I know deep down I am going to marry black. Like, I know that. Gotcha. Y- All right, y'all. So we're going to end with this. Um, okay, so let me... Okay, come on now. Okay, okay. Go ahead, okay. bro. Damn. <laughs> All right, y'all. So we are going to end with um, one of our questions from the Ask Amani Talks Gmail. Okay, I've already told y'all, Ask Amani Talks at Gmail. Y'all can email me questions and I will address them on the pod. We're going to start closing out with these questions, okay? And I got one and we got to talk about it, okay? So let me just, it's, it's a little lengthy. So let's get into it, okay? So this is the title of the email. Almost 10 years and no ring. This woman says, hi, Amani, love your podcast and you. Ah, You remind me so much of my little sister. It's crazy, but I would love to hear your advice on this situation. Recently, I have been going back and forth about whether or not I should end my current relationship. I've been with my boyfriend for almost 10 years and we have two children together. For a while now, I have expressed that I wanted to be married. And um, we were young at the beginning, of course, 18, 19. um, And now after our second child is born um the conversations didn't happen pretty much i had to give an ultimatum being if i don't get a ring by this summer before we make 10 years i don't see the point in being with him he said he doesn't he doesn't plan on um to marry me right now aside from this we've had other issues 
Um, recently I've come to a brick in the wall because I don't want to ever feel like I'm settling and I think it's time for me to be real with myself and how I feel towards him. But I'm afraid about the thought of being a single mom now in a one-parent household and just being alone. Side note, he also just got a new trucking job, sorry, and it's gone for like seven to ten time, days at a time, so the kids and I will be barely seeing him on a daily basis like, um, like before. I would love to hear your advice on this and thank you for reading this. Um, signed Anonymous. Y'all know how I feel about how you single until you married. So as far as I'm concerned, this woman has been a single mom for 10 years. Mm. As far as I'm concerned, okay? People like to get on me and they're just like, well, what do you mean you're single until you're married? How do you get to the marriage part unless you're acting like, you know? And one thing that women always trip up on, and I've done this in the past too, so that's how I know. It's from personal experience and that's from what I'm seeing. Women always give too much in a relationship before they are married. And then a nigga don't want to marry you because he already got everything. He already got the kids out of you. Y'all living together. Y'all having sex. You, you cook it for him. You clean it for him. Why would he go through the financial commitment, the relationship commitment, all this commitment with marrying you when you've literally have given him everything up front? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like, it, it's, it's, it's her being scammed, basically. It, that, that's what's going on. Because you are giving him everything before he gives you anything. It's like working a job and never getting a paycheck. And being like, oh, well, I know that they got it. I know that they're going to pay me. You've been working a job for 10 years for free, my good sis. Like, that's what's been going on. He's been taking advantage of you. You've been single this whole time thinking that you're with him. You're not really with him. Because after 10 years, I understand in the beginning, like, you're 18, you're 19. Y'all not thinking about marriage, but now you're 29. And you're about to be 30 because it's been 10 years and two kids later. And you've wasted, you've really wasted your 20s on this man. And 10 years in, he's still saying that he doesn't know if he want to marry you. That's bullshit. It's not that he doesn't know, sis, he just doesn't want to. So go ahead and cut your losses right now. It's, it's too bad that you've already spent your whole 20s on this clown. Mm. But you can at least salvage what you have of your late 20s and your early 30s because it's not too late. Single moms get chose all the time, and at least you've only had one baby father. You know? It's only one baby father. You got two kids. Okay. You can always be like, we were... You can lie and be like, oh, he was my fiancé and make it sound a little better. But, yeah. Like, go ahead and cut your losses, girl. Y'all was never that serious, obviously. When people tell you what's going on, you have to believe them. And what he's showing you is that he don't want to get married. Um, so, yeah. It sucks to have to start all over again, but go ahead and do that because you're going to stick it out for another 10 years and now you're 40 with two more kids? Like, come on. So, yeah, this is why I always tell women you are single until you are married. Stop being a wife for a boyfriend. And that's what I'm going to say about that. You cannot be out here having kids and... I mean, I, I feel bad for her because I know so many women that have said the same thing. Literally, I just had a woman tell me this like a month ago. She was with her boyfriend for literally 10 years. He broke up with her out of nowhere. And she was like, I had to like restart my life. Like I had to like get my life back together. And she just turned 32. So it's like these men will really literally suck the youth out of you. Waste your, your prime years because everybody is prime in their 20s, men and women. That's when we're physically looking kind of the best, you know, like all that shit. So he's literally wasting your 20s, sucking your youth. And you ain't got shit to show for it but two kids. That sounds horrendous. It's her fault. That's why I would never have kids with these niggas. <laughs> never. 
you already damn near be a single mom when you be married because women already kind of carry more of the load when it comes to raising the kids. But you about to be a mom and you ain't even married. Like he don't even have no obligation to put you in his will. He none of that shit. Like, and you out here just having kids for free. Mm. Couldn't be me. Mm. I feel bad, but go ahead and cut your losses, girl, because he is showing you he ain't gonna marry you. So you think it's a wrap? It's a wrap. Gotcha. She should go ahead. She's probably turning like 29 this year, probably to like freshly 30. Go ahead and break up with him, girl, because he just told you that he ain't in it. He ain't in it for real. So are we going to condemn her for having children out of wedlock? I mean, you definitely shouldn't. I just said that. You made the mistake of having the kids. Not saying that the, the kids are a mistake, but it's a mistake to give too much when you're not married. But now you've done it, cut your losses and at least try to salvage what you have of the rest of your life because she's still young. She's still early 30s. That's still young. She can definitely, especially if she still look good, she can get somebody else. Depends on how young the kids are, though. Depends on how young the kids are. I mean, that really don't matter. As long as she's still looking good, she can still get chose. And she, she will. I have, I'm, your situation will get better, sis. 2024, because 2023, you're going to be wrapping up this situation. So 2024 is your year. Go ahead and get you a new man because they out there and they will definitely take you and your kids together. Hmm. All right. That's all we have. <laughs> One thing about it. Hmm. Thank you guys for watching and I will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.